want us to make it here. And since we're here, we're going to do the work of the Lord. Amen. Now, according to the weatherman, the rain is going to come maybe about 1.30, 2 o'clock. So we want to get in here, do the work of the Lord, receive what he has for us, and then be able to get out and be safe. Amen? Amen. I want to say good morning to all the covenant partners that are here this morning. I thank you, Jesus, for those that are on the way. Uh, I want to thank God for the SoundCloud listeners this morning. Thank you, Lord. We're going to give you a minute to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads ready as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's get set up here. going to need your pad, Bible on your iPhone, Bible on your iPhone, in Jesus' name, amen? Amen, amen, amen. All right. Thank you, Lord. We have been dealing with um, the finished work of Jesus Christ, and we've been talking about the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ because of the declaration that the Lord sent for 2023. And so we have moved over into an area where the Lord wants us to get that deep understanding of his names. Amen? And the reason being is because everything that Adam and Eve might have lost in the garden, Jesus Christ has provided a way for us to have that back. And it's through his shed blood, his sacrifice, him coming here, going to that cross and saying it is finished. Amen. So what did Adam and Eve lose in the garden? What they lost was their close relationship with the Lord and his presence. But through the blood of Christ, we have obtained that ability. If I can say that, we've obtained that ability to get into the presence of the Lord and to have a close relationship with him. Amen? Amen? I'm trying to hold down, but I don't know if it's going to hold. I'm trying. I'm trying to get into the word. But there is a word. There's a rhema word this morning. We, we started a little bit on it Wednesday night. And I guess the Lord said, okay, I'm going to have to take you a little higher. Listen to me. I know you see what's happening out here in this world. Amen. I know you can see it now. It is escalating. Uh, I want to say this morning before we go into the scripture, and we want to we be in decent and in order because we want to get to the word as well. But the Lord gave me a dream um, early this morning and this dream if you're if you're listening by SoundCloud and you are a saint of God you work in the capacity of ministering meaning being a servant of the Lord that's what minister means a servant unto the Lord or if you work as an apostle prophet evangelist pastor or teacher this word is for you listening on SoundCloud, and this word is for us this morning, the congregation. 
The Lord is begging us to come up. We have to move from where we are. I will explain that. I will explain that. It means that we're going to have to change our mindset. We have to. We have to change the way we think, the way we love, the way we give, the way we, the way we participate in the kingdom of God. Amen? And the reason being is because there are judgments that are about to hit America. Okay, I, God gave me a dream this morning, and the dream was, it was not KSL, I was, because I, I, I was looking around, I was making sure of my location, but I was in a church, and the church was full, and it was, a, it was very familiar to me, but this church no longer exists, but yet I was there, and there were certain people in leadership position, they're no longer here, but yet they were crystal clear in the dream. So I'm looking around, and I'm looking at everybody, but the only thing in my heart was, Lord, this is past, right? So then I end up in a house, and in this house, there were four TVs, and they were all flat screens. So I'm thinking, that's good, right? Flat screens are what we're using now, right? but it was old technology. But the TVs were trying to be hung on the wall. So none of them fit except for the little one. There, was, there were four TVs, three of them big, one medium-sized TV. So once the medium-sized TV was hung on the wall, it still wouldn't work. So I'm looking around the house, and the people in the house, they're no longer here. I said, what is going on? So. Um, a person was standing up watching me do the TVs. Well, they're no longer here, but they were there, crystal clear. So when, I, when, when, when we finished hanging the little TV on the wall, it wasn't working, so I turned to walk away. But by the time I turned to walk away, it started working. And it had a, a, a beautiful picture, it had a sound, and I'm trying to hear what it's saying, but I could never make out what it was saying. Before I could turn back around, lightning hit the TV and fire. It wasn't that lightning hit the TV and it caught on fire. No. Lightning hit the TV, then, then fire hit it, and it started to burn. So I'm looking like, oh, my Lord, what's going on? So I turned around, and before I could even finish the turn, there was a paved highway, <laughs> a paved street in the house. I could see the lines, I could see the street. It started to, you ever heard of, but it wasn't this. You heard of sinkholes, but it wasn't a sinkhole. It literally started coming up like this and breaking open. I told everybody in the house, I said, get up! I said, and I started running. I said, get out of here! I said, you got to get out of here. Everything around was just, just, you know how dreams are real? <laughs> My liver was shaking. So when I woke up, you know, I'm thinking, Lord, well, what time is it? Because I got to get ready for church. But it, let me tell you something about the Lord. When he gets ready to give you a dream from him, I've heard the old saying, nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream, but not all the time. 
around about five o'clock yesterday, everything got still. It's like a calm in a calm. I don't know if you've ever felt it. it. Nothing is moving. And so I'm sitting there and it got eerie. And I said, Lord, I said, what is this? I said, oh my goodness. I said, it's been years since I felt this. But it, it happened. So around about eight o'clock, I got so sleepy, I couldn't hardly, I'm, I'm saying, wait a minute. I got so sleepy, I couldn't even sit up. So what he was doing, he was preparing my body so I could get up, so, so I could get in the bed, he could deal with me and still have time to get up, think about it, you know, pray for the interpretation. So anyway, all right. So had that portion. <clears throat> so I got up from the dream and I began to pray. I said, Lord, what is it? What is it? I said, the only thing that I know for sure is that you're saying something about the past. And the only reason I can say that is because of the church, the people that was in the dream. I said, something about the past. I don't, I don't, that's all I got. So God is like this. He waited. So I got up this morning, and I started doing what I do to get ready for service, you know. And I got up, when I saw how early, I, I just got on up. I said, no, I better get up because this is serious. So in the midst of me doing what I do, he sent the interpretation. And the Lord said, tell my people I'm fixing to send judgments on past things that I've asked them to let it go. I said, oh, boy. I said, okay, Lord. He said, I tried to come in Wednesday night and share it. He said, but okay. He said, we're going a little higher. People, listen to me. We have to move from where we are. What does, listen to me, what does move from where I am? That goes for me. It means whatever you're thinking right now, that ain't my word. Whatever you're feeling right now, that's not my word. And the Lord said, tell them it's fixing to happen. I'm fixing to send judgment. But see, the thing about God's judgment is not to hurt us. It's to stop us so we won't run head on into our own destruction. It took me a long time to learn that. He says, I'm trying to stop you from your own destruction. So I sent a judgment. So you are, you know, it's like, oh, you know, about like uh, Balaam and the donkey. The angel was standing there with the sword. The donkey could see it. Balaam couldn't see it. But the donkey was actually saving Balaam's life by not doing what he told her to do. So he says, I sent a judgment to to, to, to stop you so you'll say, oh, wait a minute. But now, wait a minute. It won't only be judgments on the minute on, on people in, in churches. Judgment is coming to America. Okay? So we, how many times have I said, I've been preaching it, preaching I said, if you got a car, what did I say? You got two cars, you better keep it. I said, if you got a house, you better what? Huh? I said, stock your store. What the Lord, the Lord was saying to me, stock up your what? Storehouses, huh? Pay your bills, get out of debt. Shadow, shadow. It's your door, Anna. Come on, let's go. Hold oh, on. Let me, and I'm gonna give you some word. I'm gonna give you the scriptures. And this is for SoundCloud listeners. This is for all leadership. It goes for me too. God said, I'm sick and tired of leadership hashing out anything they want to the people. They're not studying. They're not seeking me. Even they behind the scene are doing what they want to do. The Lord said judgment is on the way. Let me, let, me, let me show you where he took me. These are the scriptures that he gave me. 
Go to Jeremiah chapter 6. And we got to be in decent in order because of the weather. We want to thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And what did I say? I said, the Lord wasn't saying you couldn't get another house. Now, if God tells you to get another house, then you do what? Okay, but he's saying if you got one clear and free, do what? You better keep it. You better keep it. Because it's what? It's free. Free is what? Good. Because that means I don't owe nobody what? Nothing. Who does it belong to? Amen. Now, that's not to say, and I'm, let, me, let me just calm down because I asked God, keep me calm, stay focused. That doesn't mean God isn't going to, watch this, doesn't mean God is not going to continue to bless his people. He's saying from here on out, be wise with your blessings. Amen. Be wise with what I'm giving you. And, and <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That's why I was saying on Wednesday, I was trying to get, I can't go with you. You want to stay in these old mindsets? You want to keep doing this stuff? I can't go with you. And you are not to want to go either. I can't afford for God's judgment to come on my life. I need his mercy. I need his grace. With with what is already going on in the world. Can't you see it? I mean, it's so much bloodshed in the street. People are just murdering people. Just, just, just murdering people. Prices are sky high. Everything that went up. And don't let them fool you. What they say? Oh, gas prices are about to go up again. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, can't you see it, people? And this is why the Lord keeps saying, he said, my people, let me, can I give, I know it's a lot, but, you know, I'm, I just, I write it down. I just write it down. I just write it down. On January the 24th, Tuesday morning, 10.30 a.m., the Lord said, tell the people I'm real. Tell them I am Lord. He says, tell the people to come up. Listen at this real good. He said, they said, I want this. I want that. I want houses. I want land. I want this. I want that. And the Lord said, but you tell them I said to come up. Well, there's a reason for that. It's not that he's not going to bless you. There's something coming, and you can't stay at that lower level thinking, lower level loving, lower level giving, lower level service unto the Lord. you got to come up. And the only way you can come up is the word. It's not, it's not something far out there to have to make it up. He said, come on in the house. Come on in the house. Come on in the house and bring your mind up to the word that's going forth. You remember, and I know this is an old one. You remember when Egypt, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You remember when Egypt was being judged for the gods they were serving? It's in the word. God said, I'm going to judge Egypt, and I'm going to judge their gods against me being God. You see what I'm saying? But the Bible says where there was darkness in Egypt, flies, locusts, frogs, he said there was light where? Where's Goshen? In the Lord. Where's Goshen? In the Lord. What what did the Lord keep saying? Obedience is everything. Obedience is everything. 
Uh, this is not the time to be playing. Okay, do you, oh, yes sir, I will remind them. Do you remember when I came in here and I gave the, 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 the dream about China being on the TV? Yeah. Well, what was the, thank you. Where was the first place COVID hit? I jumped up, I said, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient. I'm running with everything in me. Not that I wasn't. When I left out here with my man was, I, hey, it's over. I'm going with Jesus. My, my mind is made up. I'm with the Lord. I'm going to stay with the Lord. I'm going to be with the Lord. I'm, 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 go, I'm running with him. Mm. Put your hand on your heart. The Lord said, come up. Because judgments judgment. are about to hit about to America. America. Every leadership. Every person, Christian and non, that's thinking the wrong way. And say that's outside of the word of God. Go to Jeremiah 6. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Here it is. Here are your foundational scriptures for that dream. This is what the Lord gave me, and I wrote them down. Jeremiah 6, verse 16. Amen. It says, Thus said the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we, we, we won't, We're not going to do it. But this is not us today. Lord, no, no, no. He says, as for the old paths, the old paths are eternal paths. That means find the passages in the word of God, the scriptures, and be obedient to God's word because those paths lead you into what? Eternity. Okay? Anything outside of God's old paths, his word, his word, his word, his word, anything outside of the word of God, it is not, he's not going to accept it. It's over. He's not accepting it. Now, yes, I hear you, Lord. This is not the end of the world. Was COVID the end of the world? No. But it was devastating. This is not the end of the world, but it is a warning because God always warned his people. Warning comes before destruction. It's a warning to do what? What we've been saying all along. Get in close to the Lord. Get in close to the word. Get yourself, get yourself in fellowship with the Lord. Where is your altar? Where is your prayer time? Where is your study time? Where is your time on your bended knees at your house? Huh? Where are you on Sunday morning? Oh, shine. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. And now I understand. Oh, and we, not, we can't go there because that's a whole new message. You know, God been saying, because I like to understand what he's saying to me. I don't want to be just saying stuff off the top of my head. But the Lord been saying, Elijah coming. He said, you're coming in the spirit and power of Elijah. So I'm like, well, what is that? What does that mean? But see, Elijah had to come. There, now, Elijah is going to come um, during the tribulation. You remember, Elijah didn't die. Right. Elijah was caught up on a chariot of fire. Enoch didn't die. So basically, the, God doesn't go back on his word. His word says it's apparent to every man or woman, boy, and girl to die how many times? Okay, they didn't die then, but do, go back and read Revelation. During the time of Revelation, they are going to submit to death 
because the Bible says they are the two witnesses of the Lord during the tribulation that are going to minister to the people, but they are going to kill them because they don't like what they're saying. You know, you know they have, people have always killed the prophets and the prophetess and all this crazy because they don't want to hear what God got to say because it, it, it ain't what they want to do. So they kill them. So, so, oh, Jesus, help me. So this is not, we're not talking, we're talking about when, when, when uh, John the Baptist came on the scene, the Lord told the people, who do you say he is? He says, well, uh-uh, he was Elijah. And they're like, what do you mean? That's the Elijah supposed to come before your coming? No, before the great and dreadful day of the Lord? No. Go back and read it. It says it. It says John the Baptist was coming in the power and spirit. But what was Elijah for? What was he? Elijah stood against uh, Baal, uh, idol worshiping. He, st he had to stand up against Jezebel. Jezebel, don't, Jezebel kills all prophets. They don't want prophetic word going forth, so they kill you. Okay? So Elijah had to stand against that. He stood against Baal. Elijah stood in a time when people needed to be reformed back to God. They needed to see something. They needed to see something to have their faith back on fire towards the living God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in this house, there is a spirit of Elijah that is arising against idol worship, against Baal worship, against the spirit of Jezebel to shut the mouths of the naysayers. Because, you know, Elijah called fire down from heaven. He did, and, and I couldn't understand. I said, Lord, what you mean signs and wonders are fixing to come into the ministry? I thought they were already, mm-mm. He said, that ain't what I'm talking about. Just like what I'm bringing you now about judgment is going to hit. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we got to come up. You're looking for a husband. You're looking for a car. You're looking for this. God said, look for me. Look for him. He'll bless you. He'll bless you. But it's time to look him, seek him out. Yeah. Yes. Seek him out. Get in this ministry. Bring your Bible, your pen, your pad, your iPad, your telephone with the Bible. Get the word of God yeah. and take it back to your house. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Somebody say, ask for the old path. Said the old path is the rhema and logos of the Lord. So what you talking about? The logos is what you holding in your hand, that Bible. The rhema is when the Lord takes a word from the word and put the word together. He's saying, take it out. Go back and get the old declarations. Go back and listen to the sound cloud. Get all the word. Put it in you. Because what did David write? What did King David write? He said, though the earth be removed and the sea fall into, and though the earth be removed and fall into the sea and the mountains begin to move and tremble, he says, I will not faint. I won't turn from the living God. See, the body of Christ got to go ahead on and be, and be strong because of the things that are coming upon the earth. Well, why are they coming? Because God mad at us? Because God hate us? No, they're coming because the world don't believe there's a God. Well, they don't believe there's a God. They doing whatever they want to do, saying whatever they want to say, living any kind of way they want to live, and they'll hurt you if you get in their way. Shine for me. Shine for me. Shine for me. Psalms 119. 
going to give you what God gave me. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. Psalms 119. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Psalms 119.35. Woo! My goodness, this lines up, Lord. I didn't really have a chance to read them. I just had to write them down. Hallelujah. Psalms 119.35. It says, make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Don't that sound like the dream? Don't that sound like the dream? It sounds like it to me, right? Well, anyway, it's, wait, wait, wait. It sounds like it to me. How about that? It sounds like it to me. How in the world? Because in the dream, I'm telling you, that was because as I was driving down the interstate, I was looking at it, and I said, Lord, this is what was in the dream in a house, a paved highway. And the only word I could come up with, I asked Siri, and she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is a, uh, I like, Siri, shut up. You're not helping me right now. All I could think of was an upheaving because it didn't go, it wasn't a, 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 it didn't go down. The whole ground just came up and broke apart. That's pavement at all. I told him, I said, y'all better get out of here. You better run. It's time to move. But the moving is move from your old mindset. Move, because God is about to send judgments on old mindsets, past mindsets. Come on. He's about to send judgment on America. Get ready. It's a sad day. And then the Lord was very thorough about this. He says, I'm tired of these pastors. They lied. They're not feeding the flock. They having themselves a good old time. Everything is glitz and glitter. Everything is look at me. <laughs> God said, where is my word for the people? Where is your time to get before me and hear what I have to say to my people? Somebody say judgment. Let me show you this one. Now, this one he gave me. Go to Hosea, and I'm going to show you how judgment is really good, how it's a help to us. It slows us down. <laughs> so we won't run. And this is the way the Lord told me. He said, so you won't run head on into your own destruction. It's not God destroying you. It's you. Hosea chapter 2. And this actually says, this is the judgment that God um, gave against Israel, the children of Israel. So he told me, he said, find that scripture where it says I'm going to hedge up their way. Listen at this, Hosea chapter 2, verse 6. He says, therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall, and you shall not find your path. Watch what he's saying. Watch what he's saying. He said, okay, you want to keep doing it? I'm going to let you keep doing it, but now it's going to be a new twist in it. I'm going to hedge it up, put thorns and thistles, 
and it's going to block you. Do y'all hear me? So as I was reading it, I said, oh, my Lord, I understand, I understand. But see, he said in the, in, the, in the breakdown study, it says he did that to slow them down, to get their attention, to say, hey, fool, you finna destroy yourself. Stop. It's me talking to you. Stop. She tired. She says she's so tired. So basically, if we don't stop, if the, if the leaders don't stop in, in, in America, if, 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 the, <laughs> if America don't stop, if the church folk don't stop, God said, I'm going to hedge up your way. You won't be able to go backwards. You won't be able to go forward. You won't be able to do anything but make a decision. Are you ready now? Are you ready to serve me now? Are you ready to serve me now? Are you ready, are you ready to let go of your old mindset now and come up to the word? Are you ready? Keep shining. Keep shining. I said, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm ready. I'm ready. Whatever it is, God. Whatever it is, I'm ready. He says, in the seventh verse, he says, and she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them. And she shall seek them but shall not find them, then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then was it better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and her gold, which they prepared for who? Baal. God said, they're taking my blessings, and instead of giving me my glory, they're giving glory to Baal. they saying this did it, and that did it, and this did it, and that did it. Oh, yeah, and it was this, this, this. And the Lord said, uh-uh. God said, I'm tired. So this is not the end of the world. And yes, the grocery store is going to be open. <laughs> and the food places going to be open. Did any, wait a minute, yeah, some things shut down for COVID, but they didn't disappear. He just want to give you a picture of how it's going to be. The judgment is coming. Because see, anytime you see thundering and lightning and fire together and upheaving like that, those are judgments. She calling. She going to call you. Mm. Lord, please. Not today, not tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. Conversation. <laughs> Don't call me, please. Somebody say, I got to come up. So he's talking about an old mindset. So I got to move for where I've been thinking, feeling, operating, loving, giving, service to the Lord. So I got, to, I got to come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time, it's time to, run to run for your life.
And I didn't, I didn't, and matter of fact, you can't put this on collard greens because he does that too. He'll empty you out. Just going to be polite about it. When, no, I'm saying it's, it's strange, think, not strange, but godly things begin to happen when God get ready to take you into the deep. He just, he just, <laughs> he do some stuff. Because I couldn't, I was trying, I said, Lord, I can't go to bed at 8 o'clock. I'll be up at 1 and 2. But I didn't. And when I woke up from the dream, I felt like I was in another dimension. Because I was. And the Lord said, you were. You, you were in the dimension of eternity. You were in the dimension of me talking. This is me. But we've been preaching it for years. So please don't go dig a hole in the ground. He's not talking about getting you a cave in the ground. He's just saying be wise with what you're doing. So when the world is going through it, And this is why the Lord been telling me to tell it even over SoundCloud. SoundCloud. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, the Lord is saying, get in the church. Get in the church. Get under this word. Get under this word. Get under this word. Because why? It's the word that's going to build you up and strengthen you and help you to stand and be wise in these last and evil days. Oh, I remember a long time ago, I was asleep, young Christian. Three o'clock in the morning, the Lord woke me up. He says, I need you to go warn these pastors and this ministry. Back then, it was another ministry. So I told my mom the dream. And uh, she said, oh, my Lord. She said, it's, it's going to be something now. Because I saw lightning. I'm just giving you some examples. I saw lightning, fire, thunder, hit it. And what it was, it was so much sin going on in there. It was so much sin going on in the church. God said, and see, people don't think God get enough. That's the other thing I think we want to bring out. We think, oh, we're under grace, we're under mercy. But I told you, I've seen God say, grace and mercy, bag up for a minute. I've seen it. I've seen it. And so I, I shared it with my mom. I shared it with some prayer people that I knew. And lo and behold, and lo and behold, before the end of that year, judgment hit. You would have thought everybody in there had lost their mind. But we were kind of, we, it was, you know, when you, it's the way it comes, because he don't tell y'all that. When we saw it, it was like, you got to be kidding me. It was, it was horrific. Did y'all hear me? It hit. Because <laughs> God said, I'm tired. See, people don't believe that in 2003, 20, what am I saying? In 2023, yeah, that was another year he got tired, but that's a whole nother story. Okay, they don't believe in 2023, and because of grace and mercy, that the Lord won't send a judgment before the end of time. Before the end of time, that's the thing, that's the issue. Well, this ain't the end of time, and uh, this ain't the day for judgment. Wait a minute, God said when sin gets full, whenever it gets too full, then he sends a judgment to, amen. And we still here, right? The world, that's good. Elder Wanda Sank said, just like Sodom and Gomorrah. And the world still what? We're just trying to give you, just trying to give you an example of, 
Don't think you're going to have to go in a cave and live. That's not what he's talking about. He's saying I'm tired of begging people to let go of the old mindset, the old ways, the old... You're just in your old self. You're just in your flesh. You're just in your flesh, said God. And you don't want to obey, said God. You ain't got to tell me, beg me to come to church. And I'm coming if you're not giving a house, car, money. I'm coming. Because the word is in the house. I said the word of God is in the house. The word to feed my eternal soul. To keep me strong. Shakata. Oh, Lord, wait a minute. Oh, Lord, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can't go there. Sorry, Holy Spirit, help me. See, I'm just used to being free in my house. I'm sorry. And when the Holy Ghost hit me, I'd just be all over the place. Just letting them talk, letting them talk. So that's, that's, I'm sorry. Okay. What the song say? I don't want to be lost when the world is condemned. Okay, so when this judgment hit, no thank you. Let me, let me catch you up to speed. The Lord sent me a dream at 3 o'clock a.m. this morning. And the dream was about old ways, old technology, which is old way of thinking, uh, old paths. And he says, I'm tired. And so he sent fire, thunder, and lightning in the dream. He blew up the TV. He upheaved the path. He says, it's time for a change. He says, judgment is coming to America. Judgment is coming to pastors, apostles, pastors, and teachers, and evangelists that are not doing what I asked them to do. And judgment is coming to my people if they don't get away from old mindsets and old ways of doing things. Let it go. You better let it go. He says, this is the word. He's saying, come into the house, get under the word, get fed so you can be strong. Obedience is everything. Amen. Is that plain enough? Amen. You don't need to go dig a hole, but we've been telling you for years what the Lord said. Fill up your storehouses. Why is it you got to run to the store and be in the crowd with everybody else? You saw where medicine got scarce. I went in and opened the drawer. I said, well, not today. I got this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Because I heeded to what? The word of the Lord. Got canned goods that are non. See, it's like preparing for a storm. It's preparing for a storm. But this is a, a God storm. God storm. Keep old car out there running. Why? Because it's free. <laughs> it's free, babe. Free is good. The Lord, you know, I'm going to show you how the Lord is. The Lord let me did everything I wanted to do for Christmas last year. By the time we got to almost the end of December, he said, that's enough. Shut it down. I said, yes, sir. He said, don't, don't do nothing else. Next thing I know, they're coming around saying, interest rates finna go up, this finna go up. 
He said, because what they, and, and then they said it. They said, we're going to tack on to your credit cards more. You understand what I'm saying? So I sat up. I said, oh, I get it, Lord. I get it. I get it. He said, whatever you do, be what? Wise. Be what? Wise. It doesn't mean you can't use your credit cards, but be what? Because we got a lot of unwise folk out here. And they're going to get a rude awakening. They're going to get a rude awakening. It, oh, it's going to be a nightmare. Huh. And it won't be the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> no, it will not. No, it will not. Somebody say, do, do. What, the Lord what the Lord leads, leads. You, to do. you to do. Say, build your altar. Build your altar. Say, get you some prayer time. Get you some reading time. Say, get a quiet time. Uh, and seek the Lord. Say, come to your house of worship. Get the word of God. Take it back to your house. Thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you for your word. And the church say? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And that is the word, that is the rhema word of the Lord. Now, I want to set in perspective with the help of the good Lord, because we're we going we gonna to get out of here. We're going to be respectable because God allowed us to come. You know, when the children of Israel had to part, when they had to go through the Red Sea, they had a time. You couldn't be dancing and skipping and playing, looking at, ooh, it's so, look at what God, no, no, no. Get on through here, because I'm going to let this come. Right? That's why we need to get to church on time. Right now, we don't have any singing. The only time you're going to have singing and program is during the time of, you know, the Palm Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, Mother's Day, Dad's Day, graduation. So you should know, okay, any other Sunday, all we're doing is coming in, opening scripture and prayer, announcements, and get right into the what? Word. The what? Word. And, now you, and I hear some of you, I got to go warn so-and-so. You sure better? You sure better? You sure better warn them? You sure better. Because everybody that was on the outside of that door in Israel that night, when the blood was put up, what happened to them? They what? They died. <laughs> Shine for me. Shine. And while we at it, can I just share this with you? Do you remember the dream I had that the Lord came to me and said he was going to take one of his own home? Yeah. Can I clarify that? Amen. I came in here. I gave the dream, because I always kind of share with you. Now, there are some things God don't, I don't have to share. But I came in and I told you, I said, the Lord said, I had a strange dream. I said, and the Lord said, he's going to take one of his own home. Yeah. And he says, it won't be because of this or this or this. It's because he's taking them home. Well, little did I know that same morning, little did I know a young man had come to the service. And he had already stopped me at the door and said, I need to talk to you. I said, okay, baby. I said, let me get through the service. Then we can talk because I don't like you talking to me before the service. 
because I'm trying to get this word in here. So when service was over, I did what I was supposed to do. He came in the office and sat down. He told me, he said, I had a dream. I said, okay, tell me the dream. He said, I had a dream that a woman pastor told me that my mom was going to pass. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I looked at him. I said, well, baby, did you hear what the Lord? He said, I heard it. He said, I heard it. He says, I want to know if you can come and just have prayer with me and my family. I said, I will. So basically, I had something to take to them when I went. And Elder Courtney went with me as a covering, you know. And, and so when we got there, I, d I don't know them from nowhere. All I knew was what the Lord had told me, so that's what I stood on. And I began to tell them. I said, now, I'm not saying you're not going to grieve. I'm not saying you're not going to miss them. But what I am saying is the Lord is saying he's going to take her home. So prepare yourself. Be happy that the Lord is taking her home. Amen. But I understand. You're going to grieve. You're going to cry. You're going to yes. feel it. That's your... You know, yes. but how, how cool was that? How God was that? <laughs> that he would come in here and tell me, he said, a woman preacher told me in the dream, my mom going to pass. And in the same, at the same time, God telling me, God is real, y'all. God is real. He talks. He real. It's going to be all right, baby. It's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. They're going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. You're going to be all right. I know you're feeling some, but you're going to be all right. Huh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all right. Ooh. Healing. Healing, God say. This is the healing, God say. I'm trying to heal you. I'm trying to call you up to the healing. The healing is in my word. It's in my word. Come up. Come up, bring your mind up to my word, said the Lord. Time to be healed. So I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I thank you for your Hebrew names because they add an in-depthness to who you are. Now, now, oh, Lord, help me. They give us understanding. So this morning, what we just did was we gave a dream, okay, about judgments. God is going to allow judgments to come to America, pastors and leadership, and to people. To people, Christians, they're coming because we got to move from old mindsets, old ways. We got to, we got to come away from that stuff. Let it go. But now we're going to get into the word. And we're talking about this morning, revelations of the names of God. Revelations of the names of God, because that's where we've ended up. From the finished work 
to Christ being seated, to us being seated together with him in heavenly places. Amen. So anyway, I asked the Lord to give me a perspective on all of this so that we wouldn't get lost in the Hebrew wording of his names, but that we could understand where he was leading us, and that's into an in-depthness of his name. Amen. Somebody say this with me. Say, knowledge, knowledge is, powerful. is powerful. Say, knowledge, knowledge is, powerful. is powerful. Okay. Now, so he gave me a perspective. So let's go back because we were dealing with Genesis 1 and 1 and Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 and 7. So what we're going to do is we're going to put it in perspective now so that we'll always be able to understand it. All right. You with me? You all right? Go to Genesis chapter 1. And look at verse 1, please. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay? In the Hebrew Bible, it does not say in the beginning God. It says, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Somebody say, God, God. in Hebrew, in Hebrew. Is, Elohim. is Elohim. Okay. Now, I'm going to put all this with this. God in Hebrew is Elohim, and this is what Elohim means. It means creator, the all-powerful one, having authority. Elohim is connected to the acts of God. Remember that. Elohim is connected to the acts of God. Go to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. Amen. All right. We want to give you scripture on that. Say this with me again. We're going we're gonna to go over it till we, it hit our spirit. Say God, God has, a has a Hebrew name. And say God, God in, Hebrew in Hebrew is Elohim. Is Elohim. It means creator, it means creator. The, all-powerful the all-powerful one, having authority. Having authority. Say Elohim, Elohim. is connected To the acts of God. The The scripture for that is Psalms 103, verse 7. And it says, he made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. Okay, you have millions of people out here in the world. The only thing they know is God. And now they know is his acts. Okay, let me show you how that goes. Goes in line with the dream. What are the acts of God? Bread, water, food, clothing, and it's not that anything is wrong with any of that, but we got to go a little further, okay? Because that's all they know. I got bread, water, food, clothes. No, no, no. Can can we go? All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. All right. Elohim formed the world. We just read that in Genesis 1 and 1. It says, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. He is the one who is of authority, power, majesty, dominion, rule, and might. So basically, he God. That is God. Amen? All right. Now, look at Genesis chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. We're putting a perspective on it now. 
so we can, we can kind of flow with it. All right, and we want to look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, okay? And it says, these are the generations of the heavens of the earth when they were created. Do you see that? Thank you very much. Thank you. It says, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Is that in your Bible? So in Genesis 1 and 1, it says, in the beginning, God. But when you get to Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, then we see another name. What do we see? Lord God. Somebody say that with me. Say Genesis 1 and 1. God. Elohim. Say Genesis 2 and 4. Lord God. Say Jehovah. Elohim. Elohim. Now there's a reason for this. We got you. We got it. God gave us the word. All right. Now, when you add Lord to God in Hebrew, it is Jehovah Elohim. Here it is. He is then he then he becomes the Lord God of relationship, revelation, the Lord God of covenant, a savior, a deliverer, and a soon coming king. You see how it changed? See, as long as you leave him in Elohim, you don't get the savior part. You're going to get the wrath. <laughs> it's a scripture for that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. You better come on here. You better move with the word. You see. Oh, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You respect him as God. You reverence him as God. Hey, but you want to move to Lord God. We got you. We got the word on. You got some time? Amen. We gonna, I'm going to get you out. We're going to get out. So when the Lord, in Hebrew, which is Jehovah, created Adam and Eve, that's verse 7. Go down to verse 7. Genesis 2 and 7. And it says what? And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a what? A living soul. Do you see that? So basically when the Lord God created man, he created man on the level of now I'm ready for relationship. I'm ready to give revelation. I'm ready to allow you into my covenants. I want to be your savior. I want to be your deliverer and your soon coming king. Okay. So he was preparing them to get to know him on this wonderful level. He was bringing in a more personal relationship. See, that's what God calling us to. Say that. Say he, that's what He calling us to. A more personal relationship. Say the world. Uh oh. See, we finished. It's back to that dream. Say the world. Christians playing church. Leadership playing with God's people's souls. They're going to get God. Say they're going to get God. Say they're going to get Elohim. Oh, my. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost. Put this in order. Oh, I love you. 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 Okay. If the world is going to enter into covenant with God, who in, he, in Hebrew is Elohim, they must meet him. 
they must meet him as Lord Jehovah. And the Christian must understand him as Lord in Hebrew, meaning Jehovah. So, 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 so say the world, the world needs Jehovah. Needs Jehovah. Say, but the Christian, but the Christian needs, to get understanding. needs to get understanding. Jehovah or Lord is the redemption name of God. When sin entered the world, and redemption became necessary, it was the Lord God, <laughs> Jehovah Elohim, who came looking for Adam and Eve and clothed them with coats of skins. Go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. Genesis 3 and 8, and it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Do you see that? Amen. Look at verse 21. It says, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. So it was a type of righteousness provided by the Lord God, Jehovah Elohim, through a blood sacrifice from the very beginning. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. He didn't come to them as just God. He did not come to them to destroy them. He came as Lord God, Savior, covenant, relationship, fellowship. That's how he came to them. So from the very beginning, God has offered mankind a chance to know him on a level of what? Redemption, fellowship, having access into his presence and his covenants and revelation of the true God and fellowship with him. Say, I got that. Say, I just need to work it. Say, I already have that. Say, I already have the Lord God. I just need to work it. I just need to understand that he... To me, to me is, is savior, savior. Covenants, covenants, relationship, relationship. uh-huh, a, a personal relationship. He your savior. He your savior. He's not just God to you because God, you, you don't want just God. Amen? Amen? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you don't just want God. All right, now what I'm going to do, I thought this was so beautiful. I'm going to show you God and how he moved us into his presence and fellowship. Can I show it to you? Amen. You got some time? And after this, after this, we're done. This, this, this was it. So we're going to show you revelation of God Elohim and of the Lord God, Jehovah Elohim, in the scriptures. Go to Exodus 19. Let's look at them. And you tell, you make your decision which one you want to meet. <laughs> I, I, no, thank you. No, thank you. Exodus 19. Uh, yeah, Lord, I hear you. I hear you, Father. Yes, Lord. All right, Exodus 19 
and we're going to look at verses 16, and I'm, I'm going to read it, all right? So pay, look at it very closely, please. And it says, And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there went up, th that there were thunderings. Uh-oh. Now, y'all, wait a minute. When I had the dream, I promise you I didn't go back over it. But now it's hitting me in my face like, that was in the dream. So we're we getting even more what? Clarification. All right, here we go. Here we go. He says, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. That's what I was doing in that dream. I promise you. Amen. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to do what? To do what? Wait a minute. Who was they going to meet with? You see what I'm saying? Not Lord God. We want you, God wants us to understand. He wants us to understand. So all these folks running around here talking about, I want to meet the God. I want to meet God. Really? Zap. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Nope, I want the Lord God. Wow. He brought them forth, the people, out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was all together on a what? A smoke. Do you see it? Because who? The Lord descended upon it in fire. Now let me show you that. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. He came out as God. He really didn't want to hurt them. But he had already told Moses, don't let them touch this mountain unless they be thrust through because God is on the mountain. Even the Bible says that God was in Christ. God was in Christ reconciliating the world back to himself. He is a lover of his creation. He's not trying to hurt you. That's why he sent warnings. He, 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 he sends his word. He sent salvation. He sent the Holy Ghost. But we got to work it. We got to work it. Is that understood? Amen. All right, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Mount Sinai, the 18th verse, was all together on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in a fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai, on the top of the mount, and the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze. And many of them, what? Perish. Many of them do what? Perish. And they go leadership. They go to pastors, evangelists, apostles, pastors and teachers, prophets. He says, and let the priests also, which come near to the Lord, do what? Do what? Least the Lord do what? Do, do what? But I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. 
I'm sorry, I, I ain't got no taps on the bottom. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to serve. But I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm an apostle. I'm a prophet. I'm an evangelist. Uh, the Lord said, get your, sit down in there and sanctify yourself. At least I break forth on you. Trying for me, Anna. Everybody want to be a pastor. Wait a minute. Everybody want to be an apostle, prophet, prophetess, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Just running. I want to be one. I want to be one. And the Lord told me, he says, and they think I'm just like them. And they think I'm just like them. I'm a holy God. And he's still God. And he's still God. The Bible says he's the same. Mm-hmm. You do it your way like Frank Sinatra if you want to. Go ahead on, do it your way. Do it your way. Do whatever. You know what, when I'm gone, <laughs> when I close these eyes, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Thank you, Elder Wanda. be all right it's gonna be all right thank you Jesus thank you Jesus so the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai and when he came he brought thundering lightning fire and smoke go over to the 18 go to Exodus 20 now please because now we're going to look at the fact. First, we were talking about the awe-inspiring presence of Elohim on Mount Sinai. Now we're going to look at the people who are afraid and they stand far away from Elohim. Exodus 20, verse 18, please. And all the people saw what? The thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. Is that in your Bible? Yeah, that's how he really is. I've seen God one time. Didn't see his face, but I heard his voice. And it was in a whirlwind. A giant whirlwind. And I hit the, I, I hit the ground, and I had something on it. And I took it and covered myself. Because it was like, oh, my. And he called me. He said, Anna. I didn't even move the cloth. I said, yes, Lord, because I was trembling. He said, how long do I, am I, how long am I going to put up with this? Now, this was years ago when some things were going on. And he said, how long am I going to put up with this? I said, Lord, thou knowest. I wouldn't dare answer God. I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't give God a time. Well... I've seen God one time, and I've seen the Christ one time. Now, when he comes, you just melt. I saw him walking. I saw his feet. I saw his robe. You just, it's the same awe, but not that, you know, it's like, oh, it's reverence. Yeah. There is a difference. It's a reverence for him. Hey, that's why you want the Lord God. Okay, okay, okay. 
They said, they said, Moses, you speak to us. We'll, we'll hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said unto the people, fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that his, that his fear, that his fear may be before your faces, that you sin not. Uh-huh. He says, I want you to stand in awe of me, so it'll help you not to sin. He said, I want to awe me. See, that's what that happened in the churches. They done took the awe of God out. Everything is, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a car. And you will get that. You're going to get money, you're going to get a husband, you're going to get a wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you will get that. But he's still God. Amen. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was. I like Moses. I like him because all throughout the scripture, you don't see him shrinking back from God. Yes, shining, keep shining, keep shining, keep shining. Yes, Lord. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 5. I'm going to give you scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 5. I want you to look at verse 23, please. Deuteronomy 5, 23. And we're talking about the people are afraid and stand far away. The first scriptures, Exodus 19, 16 through 25, was the awe-inspiring presence of God in Hebrew, Elohim, on Mount Sinai. All right? Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 23, and it reads, And it came to pass, when you heard the voice, out of the midst of the darkness, for the mountain did burn with fire, that you came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And ye said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk to with man, and he liveth. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh that had heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived? Go thou near and hear all that the Lord our God shall say, and speak thou unto us all that the Lord our God shall speak unto thee, and we will hear it and do it. And the Lord heard it. Uh-oh. Who heard it? Who heard it? The Lord. And the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spake unto me. And the Lord said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken unto thee. They have well said all that they have spoken. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Now I'm going to show you what the Lord did. Go to Deuteronomy 18th chapter. Deuteronomy 18th chapter. I'm going to show you what he did. I'm going to show you what he did. Still trying to help him. Still trying to help them. All right? So the Lord tells them something. He, he's going to give them a word to help them now. He says, okay, you can't, you can't bear Elohim, who is God, God in Hebrew. He says, okay, and then you, you know who I am. I am the Lord God. I'm Jehovah Elohim. He says, but we're going to add an extra layer. He said, we're going to give you an extra layer. I'm going to give you an extra layer. Ah, yeah, Lord. Here it is. Look what he tells them. Deuteronomy 
the 18th chapter, verse 15. He says, the Lord thy God then will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee of thy brethren, like unto me. Uh-huh. Unto him you shall hearken, according to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire anymore that I die not. Y'all see that? Are you sure? And the Lord said unto Moses, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. You got that? And it shall come to pass that whosoever would not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of them, of him. Can I show you something? Let me show you who the prophet was. Go to Acts chapter 3. Oh, it all lines up. That's what I like about the Lord. I like his word. Hallelujah. Yes, shining. Keep shining. Keep shining, Anna. Yes, Lord. Acts chapter 3. Got to hurry. Acts chapter 3. Let me show you the prophet. Acts chapter 3, All right, Peter was, the apostle Peter was speaking to the people, and he says, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heavens must receive unto the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Listen at this. Here it is. Somebody say, here's confirmation. confirmation. Say, it's written. written. He says, for Moses truly said unto the fathers, a prophet, Shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel, those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets. And of the covenants which God made with our father, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. Unto you first, God having raised up his son, Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning every one of you from his iniquity. Jesus is that prophet. So how are we going to escape today? I don't get it. They couldn't bear Elohim, who is God. Then they, they had the Lord God, Jehovah, Elohim. He says, but now if you need an extra layer, I'm going to give it to you. But beware. Because the words that I put in his mouth, they're my words. And if you don't adhere to them, then destruction comes of your own doing. Of your own doing. Man, I tell y'all, if y'all could see what I see, the way you just said that, that's how I see it. You just keep reaching out to them. And they just... They're just crazy. I'm going to do what I want to do. You don't tell me what. It ain't me. It's not me. See, that's where you're, you're mistaken. It's not me. And that's, that's due to your, your, your lack of respect <laughs> for the God in me. Because you don't see it. You can't even see it. You can't even see it. Can't even see it. And I hear the Lord saying, because you don't want to see it. You could, but you don't want to. 
the Lord raised him up a prophet. Who is the prophet? Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to say it again. You're doing good. The Lord raised up a prophet. Who is the prophet? Jesus Christ. Thank you. Now, we're going to tie it up. Go to Hebrews chapter 12. This is the way the Lord laid it out for me. So I'm giving it to you the way he laid it out for me. Hebrews. You all right? Amen. Got a few more minutes. Hebrews chapter 12. Amen. You ready? Amen. Look at verse 18. Here it is. So, so, so understandable. He says, for ye are not coming to the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words which voice they heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But, somebody say, but. You are coming to Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus. Now, let me show you what I've been trying to tell you. Let me see if we can get it in here now. You know, I always say he's still God. You know how I always say he's still the God that parted the Red Sea? Yeah. You know how I'm always saying he, he, he's still almighty? He's still the creator? He says, we didn't come to a mountain that was burning with fire, smoke, and thunder. He says in the 22nd verse, but we came, said so we, we came, to Mount Zion, to Mount Zion. and Jerusalem. And to an innumerable company of angels. So we came to a general assembly and a church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. And to God. Is that clear? God had written nowhere. This is who we came to. It's still God. Am I making sense? It's still God we came to, even though now it's Mount Zion and the angels. But then at the end he says, watch it, he's God, the judge of all, and to spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speak better things than that of Abel. What does that mean? What does that mean? When, when Cain killed Abel, Abel's blood cried out for judgment. Yes. But when Jesus came, his blood speaks mercy. Yeah. But God is still in there. Yeah. God is still. Can you understand what I'm saying? This is still God. So while we playing and joking and having a good old time, he's still God. And he's to be treated as such. Amen. (laughs) 
Jesus' blood speaks justice and mercy. No, mercy, covenant, Savior, Lamb of God, forgiveness. Elohim does not. Mm -mm. See that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escaped not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Somebody say this when we say he's still God. He's still God. Jesus Christ is the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, and the soon coming king in the book of Revelation. Go to Philippians chapter 2. We're about to wrap it up. And I'm being serious. This is going to be, we're we wrapping it up now. And then we're going to go to our designated places. All right. Let's see. Go to Philippians. Thank you, Lord. Ah, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, please. Philippians 2 and 9. It says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee gonna bow of things where? In heaven. Things in the earth and things where? That means the dead as well. Watch this. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is who? Lord. Is who? Uh-huh. There you go, baby. You got it? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, God highly exalted him and gave him that name. What did he say he is? Watch this. We're not going to go over those today. We'll come back later. But he is the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this. He is Jehovah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Did y'all get that? Yeah. That's that extra layer. He, he's God Elohim. He's the Lord God. He's Jehovah Elohim. <laughs> and then he's Lord Yeshua. Uh-huh. These are the different names of God, the different revelations of God, but it's still God. It's, it's still God. And that's why he's not going to have any problem. He's not going to have any problem dealing with sin. I'll put it like that. Because I'm going to say it again. I've seen it with these two eyes, not anybody else's, where grace and mercy does this. Yeah. Yeah. Step back. And so we play. We sin. We fornicate. We commit adultery. We lie. We cheat. We live all kinds of vain lives. We won't come get the word. We won't give our lives to the Lord Jesus. And we say, we got grace and mercy. The children of Israel used to do that. We have Father Abraham. And what did, what did he tell him? He said, uh, God is able to destroy this whole nick and raise up stones. Yeah. 
Every tongue gonna confess. Now, I'm not gonna go there today. We finna close, but I'm gonna give you the scriptures where God said, I would not give, and you've heard them. God said, I would not give my glory to another. If there be another God, I don't know him. But yet he says, Jesus is Lord. Now, whether we knew it or not, maybe we didn't, but I'm here to tell you now. God's name and the name of Yeshua is Jehovah. If you didn't know it. When Moses first met God and he says, the people want to know your name. First thing he told him was, I am. That wasn't the name. That was the state of being of God. Hear me good. He says, but here's the name I am to be remembered throughout all generations. He said, what is that? He said, Lord God. His name is Jehovah Elohim. When Jesus said, I came in my father's name, remember what's the highest name God gave him? Lord. He said, I came in the name of Jehovah. It's, it's deep. It's deep. It's deep. He said, I came in my father's name. You won't even receive me. Well, what's the father's name? Jehovah. I got to get out of here and preach myself happy. He is Lord. And in Hebrew, that is Jehovah. We sing it. He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. <laughs> every knee gon' bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He Jehovah. So God doesn't lie, and he doesn't overtrip himself. So God said in the Old Testament, I don't give my glory to another. And if there be another God, I don't know them. So Jesus is God. Wrapped up in the flesh. Yes. And give the Lord a hand, praise.